This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Can I plead with everybody to get the message of the first service? If you didn't watch it, why it was going on, you should watch. Um, the Bible says, no weapon. There are some things when you do in the Bible, they make you so happy. No weapon. <laughs> Artificial, supernatural, technological, no weapon. Biological, chemical weapon. <laughs> no weapon that is formed against you office politics once it is directed at you no weapon that is formed against the shall prosper this is a sovereign declaration of the almighty and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. Mm. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me. In other words, I am not looking at them. So determine their righteousness. I am their righteousness. Because that is the only way the adversary will have no accusation successfully against you. I think there is a picture in Joshua 2 or 3. Zechariah 2 or 3. Zechariah 3. Give me Zechariah 3. I just remember now. Zechariah chapter 3. And he showed me Joshua the high priest standing before the angel of the Lord. And Satan standing at his right hand to resist him. If you have been following us, we're talking about the father blood speaks. So many things that people attempt to get and they cannot get is because of voices against them. Sometimes true men, at times not exactly true men. There is a reason why somebody goes to ask for help and nobody helps. Somebody else asks the same person you have asked for something and he gives that one. There are voices that you might not hear them audibly in that sense, but they speak. They make people get into favor out of favor. So Joshua the high priest and Satan was right there. Now this is an expression of what we read. Where the Bible said their righteousness is of me. The Bible says verse 2. Look at what God said. Sorry, go, just leave it where I said. You don't need to go to what I'm going to stay where. Thank you. And the Lord said to Satan, The Lord rebuked thee, O Satan. Even the Lord who had chosen Jerusalem rebuked thee. Is this not a brand plucked out of fire? Verse 3. Now Joshua was clothed with filthy garment. So Satan wasn't lying. Only that God refused to listen to what the devil is saying. God just said, the Bible said that Joshua actually had a field garment, which represents stains in his life, faults 
and feel this stuff in his life. But for some reasons, God decided not to look at that. And he answered and spoke to those who stood by him. Take away his filthy garment from him. And unto him he said, Behold, I have caused that iniquity to pass from thee. In other words, the iniquity was there before. So Satan knew exactly what he was pointing to. But thank God. See, this is what the blood of Jesus has done for us. The devil's accusations are right. But there is another voice. Because the blood speaks. The blood speaks. When the devil is true with all his accusations, God says, well, their righteousness is of me. And me, I have no fault. Glory to God. I said for service, God does not have covenant with Christians. God does not have covenant with you and me. We are a product of God's covenant with Jesus. Children don't have covenant with parents. You are a product of the covenant between your father and your mother. They read the vow. You did not read the vow. Your dad never sat with and said, okay, today, this is the ring. You are my daughter. You to say, you are my father. So from there, I take you as my father and I take you as my daughter. Till then, do us apart. Nobody says that. But your dad said that to your mom and that gave back to you. So, you are a result of the covenant between daddy and mommy. Your children are as a result of the covenant between you and your wife or you and your husband. Is that right? Believers are a product of covenant between God the Father and Jesus Christ. So in Zechariah 9, 11, we say, because of your blood of your covenant, not our blood, Jesus Christ, because every covenant that God had in the Bible with man, man broke it. So when God got fed up, he sat down and he said that the only way an everlasting covenant can be enacted is that the covenant to be between two eternal beings. Oh, thank God for the blood of Jesus. No weapon formed against us. Every time you attempt to make any move in life, there are voices. Some of them, your errors, your inadequacies, your mistakes, they form a voice in the spirit and they speak. Except there is a louder voice speaking on your behalf. Those voices will catch you. Their effect will be at work in your life. Romans chapter 8. The Bible says, who is it that condemns? See, all I want to tell us this morning, and I went in a while. It's supposed to be a short service because we have evening. The meaning of what the Bible says in Hebrews 12, looking unto Jesus. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. There is something about keeping your eyes on Jesus. And not looking at anything that you think you merit by yourself. Never approach prayer because you've done well. Pray because Jesus has done well. Any other righteousness is condemned by the Father. Is dead on arrival. The moment you try to appear, a Pharisee, they say, Lord, I thank you. I'm not like this sinner. I fast twice in a week. I do this. And the sinner just said, Lord, have mercy on me, sinner. And God said, that one went home justified. There is no other righteousness. There is no other sacrifice. We give, we pray, but we don't use it as a yardstick to stand before God. There is only one reason why we stand, and it's been done once and for all. The righteousness of Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, Lord Jesus. Let's read Romans chapter 8. And I'm so I'm supposed to see it. Romans 8. Let's start from verse 33. 
Who shall lay any charge, anything to the charge of the Lord's elect? It is who? Now, the Bible is not saying whether the elect is guilty or not. Just like God did not say whether Joshua was guilty or not, the high priest. He just said, no, Satan. Now, it is God that justifies. Verse 34. Who is it that condemned? It is Christ that died. They didn't say, why are you condemning me? He didn't do that. Thing. No, he said, are you condemning me? We are not looking at it. We are looking at the fact that Christ died. Why? The blood that Christ shed is speaking for him. So we are not looking at it. We are looking at the blood. Rather, that, that, that is risen again, even at the right hand of God, who maketh intercession for us. Now, what is this intercession? It's the same thing as every tongue that rises against you in judgment, thou shalt condemn. How do we condemn voices? Because the responsibility is not in the hands of God. The atonement has been done by the Father. The provision is available, but you use the provision. God does not use it. You are the one that will use it. Did you get that? How does Jesus make intercession for us? He has made it once and for all by his blood. As we put the blood in our mouth and we declare that we have been blood washed, then the intercession comes to pass. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. There is a story I want to show us this morning. You can have your seat. Numbers 21. <laughs> Let's start from verse 7. Therefore the people came to Moses and said, We have sinned, for we have spoken against the Lord. Against the prayer. Let's start from verse 6. I wonder where they started the complaint. And the Lord sent, verse 5. And the people spake against God and against Moses. Wherefore have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? Maybe next week, I'm going to talk about what takes people away from the protection of the blood. Adultery does not take people away from the protection of the blood, even though it can get you into trouble. Fornication does not take people away from the blood, as it is, except it's done in a rebellious way. Now, fornication is totally wrong. Don't get me. I'm not saying it is right before somebody begins to quote. I told them for service, till Jesus comes, I'm going to continue to preach that sex before marriage is a sin. Because that's what the Bible says. We don't listen to our generation. We don't listen to Facebook. We don't listen to CNN. Or we listen to the word of God. No generation will make God change his mind. So popular votes does not count against God. <laughs> Very soon those who are voting will die. And they will see him face to face. So he does not change his mind. Because now the story book cannot separate truth from... You might have been in the midst of friends who are now telling you, even Christian, that there's nothing wrong. Hear the word of the Lord. That is not what the Bible says. But I'm just saying that acts of sin, a Christian doing something wrong, there will be, uh, if you do that, you'll get yourself into trouble. But that is not exactly what takes people away from being under the blood. Maybe next I'll talk about rebellion and I'll talk about idolatry. What the Bible describes as idolatry. But that's not for today. I'm just saying that, for instance, it is wrong for a Christian to lie. But lying does not take you away from the protection. Even though it is wrong to, for you to lie. It is wrong for you to get angry and use wrong words. But then that doesn't take you away from the protection. As soon as you're angry and say, Lord, I'm sorry, the blood takes care of that. What is it that takes a person out? Because in first, uh, first service we read, before we dwell on this story, the only thing Rehab was told, I won't go too far, but this is the, the, the inheritance we have in the New Testament is so rich. 
that this can cover our entire family. So Rahab was told to bring all our family members into the house and the spies said to him in Joshua chapter 2, if anybody dies inside the house, the blame is on, not the blame is on God. But if they step out and they die, then the blame is on them. In other words, there is a guarantee. With this red cloth you put on your window, which is the sign of the blood, yourself and your family, in other words, the angels that are going to bring down the wall of Jericho will not look at the nature and the character of your family members. They are going to look at the fact that the blood is hanging over your head. Hallelujah. Thank God for the blood. Among the Israelites in that day, when the angel of destruction came to Egypt, not all of them behaved very well. The same ones that opposed Moses before, uh, later were already in the wilderness. But you see, God has said, this is the rule. Put the blood on your door and don't step out of that door. Oh, the angel of death, which is Lucifer himself. Uh, there is an invisible hand of God that holds evil. God does not exactly send evil like that. The power of God regulates the hearts. When God wants to, a nation punish, it removes that regulatory power and evil sweeps upon people. When you see war and famine, that's what has happened. So in other words, we're saying that in Egypt for that night, the restraint will be taken away. But the angel of death has enough sense to know that wherever he sees the blood, he, dares not, he must not ask a question, is the person dwelling here a liar? Is it the, that is irrelevant. The blood speaks for the person. The blood simply says you cannot come in here. For the sake of one Christian, your family can be sanctified. Now, they will not get to heaven or your salvation bill. But the devil can be kept away from them because of you. They don't get that. People have talked too much about grandfather doing something and affecting the whole family. What about you also doing something affecting those before and those behind? It's still the same pattern of the bloodline. Now, you have brought a new blood in and it will affect everybody. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Are you with me? So both on the Passover night and for Rahab, the rule was that don't step out. So in this one, the people began to murmur. Oh, somebody needs to tell Christians who murmur. You are going to dwell in a desolate land. If you like to complain and murmur, nothing grieved God more than the murmurings of the people and idolatry. So fairy serpents came. But what I want to, what, what I'm saying today looking unto Jesus the serpent came and you would expect God told Moses don't bother yourself about the bites so fairy serpent came much of the people died much of the people died next verse then people came to Moses and said we have sinned verse 7 and the Lord said to Moses make thee a fairy serpent and set it upon a pole it shall come to pass Everyone that is beaten, when they look at upon it, shall live. Oh, hallelujah. Righteous or sinner, once anybody feels the bites, don't look at the wound, look at the one on the pole. Jesus spoke about this in John chapter 3. He said, So shall it be that the Son of Man shall be lifted up, like the serpent in the wilderness. And those who look, I told them for service. I read many years ago, Pastor Buck, Angels on Assignment. The first night that Angel Gabriel came to visit this man, he brought a message from God and he told him, the most important thing to God or not is the blood of Jesus. 
in Hebrews 10 9, our confidence can only come from the place of the blood. Hebrews 10 19, sorry, can only come from the place of the blood. Outside that, we have no having, therefore, brethren, boldness. I don't want to go beyond myself this morning. Boldness to enter. Boldness. Um, remember I said something earlier. As soon as Aaron wanted to enter that place, every time he wanted to enter, it will quickly, according to Leviticus 16, it quickly throw an incense into him so that smoke will come out and smoke will cover Aaron. Aaron must never be seen by God. The mercy seat will kill him. So he must be covered with smoke. So God will view Aaron through the smoke. And that smoke represented temporary righteousness that God put on Aaron to be able to approach God in the holies of holy. But the Bible is not even asking us to go there. It's not to go there with audacity. He said, let us boldly. Hi. Hallelujah. All because of the precious blood of Jesus shed. It gives us confidence. And here is the confidence. Lord Jesus. Let's read that Jude 1 again. Maybe I will stop here. Is somebody with me this morning? Hallelujah. Amen. You will be walking in the supernatural a lot when he finally settles in you that God has nothing against you and there's no problem between you and your heavenly father. The Bible says, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God. Where is the place of daily struggling, errors, mistakes, lost and all those things? We'll talk about that maybe next Sunday. But this is said, even to walk above that, to live above the sins others are committing, to stand right, it comes from the place of blood, not from the place of struggling. You don't hear what I've just said now. Those who know they've been made right with God, they find it very easy to live right. It comes from the act, not by acts of do's and don'ts. There is a rewiring taking place in you that makes you to choose what is right above what is wrong. That makes you to see ladies as sisters instead of an object to take advantage of. It's a, like a reconfiguration of your DNA. And it happens by the operation of the blood. But what I just want to say this morning is what silences every voice that is against us is the blood. And that the proclamation of the blood comes from your mouth. This is the reason why communion was introduced. In the case of Rahab the Elot, Rahab did not know about the idea of killing a ram or killing a bull. She was not a Jew. She was not a Jewish. She was not in a Hebrew. She was just there on her own. So God used the closest symbol to the blood. That all I need to see is just your faith in the blood. Use anything that represents the blood. When we take a bread and we take wine, what we are trying to do is not just a symbol, it's a reality that you are demonstrating the flesh and the blood of Jesus. Are you getting what I'm saying? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling. Lift up your hands and thank him. Can you see why you will never fall? Why? It is, it's not that you don't want to fall. The one that is keeping you from falling is the mighty one. So the responsibility of my fall, <laughs> hallelujah. 
So I can never fall. Not because I don't have the tendency, but there is a hand that is holding me unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless. God is able to keep you from falling. Then he presents you to himself with joy. Wonderful. And that fall represents whether falling in business, falling in life, falling in marriage. How are you sure that in the next 70 years, your life is still intact, you are still a blessing of generation on him that is able to keep you from falling? How are you sure that you will not cheat on your wife unto him that is able to keep you from falling? Have you trusted yourself into his hand? He's able to keep you from falling. Glory to God. How are you sure that wherever they put you in any office you will not falsify figure? There is someone that is able to keep you from falling. Oh, glory to God. Amen. As they were beaten and they fixed their eyes on the serpent on the pole, they won't disappear. Life will throw many wounds at you. Go to the place of the blood to respond. Don't fight the wound. All deliverances that people go for, many times they are fighting the wound. They will tell them, the enemy against your family is so powerful, so you consider the power of the enemy. Then you determine how bulky your fast will be. You are looking at the wound. There is no more sacrifice except one sacrifice. He has by one sacrifice. The blood of Jesus can take care of any demon. Like I told last Sunday, as the angel began to fight Revelation chapter 12, they saw that the dragon and his army were fighting also. Bible says, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb. They just brought the blood dimension in and the warfare ended. When are you going to fight with the blood instead of fighting with all acrobatics and some other things? The blood. Any message that talks about the blood of Jesus, take your time to listen very well. Here is your victory. Here is your security. There lies your security. Our authority over demons in this world is because of our understanding of the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So one thing is certain. Sarama is not about you anymore. It's about Jesus who died for you. Everywhere I go, everywhere you go, the blood of Jesus shouts mercy over you. So walls of Jericho might fall. Yours will stand. Because there is the blood that speaks over your life. Hallelujah. You should rejoice in this. There is a blood that speaks over your life. Glory to God. There is a blood. It didn't stop them from being beaten by the serpents. It bites. You look at it, you can't see the bite again. Oh, the doctor says that this condition is hopeless. Yes, few days after that, you are bouncing in health. Why? The bite is being taken away. The venom by the blood. Hallelujah. Oh, thank God for the precious blood of Jesus. Shout it on your seat. Shout the blood, the blood of Jesus. Say it again. Say, I operate under the blood covenants. When God sees me, He sees me through the blood. So my flaws, my errors, they don't appear before God because He sees me through the blood. Somebody give God praise. Hallelujah. Otherwise, anytime we stand before God, ordinary wrong thoughts that we have been thinking is already a disqualification. Because that, the Almighty Papa, is too holy to stand the smallest sin 
which might mean that you are just talking about somebody. This president of Nigeria says it's not serious. That alone, there are too many things that we do every day. Too many things that we say. Too many things that we think. You pass by somebody who's driving and what's wrong with this person? That alone. <laughs> because the Bible said, thou art, your eyes are too pure to behold iniquity. God and sin don't see eyeball to eyeball. Nadab and Abihu tried it and they died before him. He doesn't see, he cannot. He, angels fall down every day to worship him only. Only, only are you Lord. They say that repeatedly. And they have never stopped saying it. The four living creatures with their four faces shouting only. They look at him. You, 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 you can't be around him and not shout his holiness. That is the essence of his being. They don't look at him and say, oh, power, power. They look at him and say, holy, you are holy. You are holy. The holiness is too much to tolerate any. That was why I told them, where is it? Jesus said to Mary, as soon as he died and he rose, his own blood is the only precious blood. I told you, Jesus' blood group is PB, precious blood. The only blood in that group. The only stainless blood. And when he died and the blood came, he actually carried his blood. And he was going to ascend to her. Between the time Jesus saw Mary Magdalene and the time he saw the, uh, the uh, uh, disciples, he had gone to heaven. Because the Bible said that even the mercy seat in heaven itself had to be purified. You see, the sin of man reverberated from earth to heaven. So when Jesus died as the Lamb of God, he did not enter any woman's tabernacle because he must go to the source where he will fend the change and the change will cas cascade down forever and ever. We will never be rejected by God because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Ah. <laughs> you know, those of you who are not clapping, it's because you don't understand the gravity of what I've just said now. Do you know the meaning of appearing before the ancient of days and it says, nothing is wrong with you? That, <laughs> that means all requests are granted automatically. If the president of a nation sees you walking and he smiles at you, yours, your day is made. Now we are talking about the president of presidents, the mighty one. You say, Father, in the name of Jesus, he sees you and he says, There is nothing wrong with her. Nothing missing, nothing broken. And he says, Lord, I test for you. And he says, Daughter, I love you. Many don't even know that God says, I love you to you every day. You are too carnal to hear. Yet he says that. You are struggling. Today you are sick. This one, it doesn't change the father. He says, daughter, I love you. And as you follow me, you will soon become totally victorious over elements of this world. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. This is the message of the cross. This is the resurrection of Jesus Christ. This is how we are victorious. That's why we sing of the blood every now and then. We speak of the blood. When you are going out, talk about the blood of Jesus covering you. The consciousness of it is very important. You know, I have observed Christians that I know that their parents ended their marriage and I've seen them joining the same way. I know Christians that I know their parents died prematurely and now there's a condition on them also. 
at what point do they lay hold of the sacrifice of Jesus? Because there is an answer. There is an answer. What has kept others down should not keep you down. The blood has been shed. Is the highest sacrifice. So when Jesus carried and I went with this, Mary wanted to touch him and he said, you must not. Mary wanted to hug him out of excitement. There's nothing wrong with hugging. Jesus said no. Because if a mortal man had touched the blood, Mary would have messed up the entire thing. Because the blood that the Papa God will see and he will respond to must not be touched by a mortal hand. It must not be contaminated. So Jesus said, don't touch me. I am not ascended to my Father and to my God. You know, when I come by, you can hug me then. Let this blood get to heaven first in its pure state. Let's sprinkle it upon the mercy seat and let there be a declaration of a new covenant and you become the product of the covenant. I am so happy that God did not make covenant with me. I would have broken it. I am so happy that I am only under the covenant he made with Jesus and Jesus will never break it. The blood has been shed. We are free. And that is the message today. I owe Satan nothing. If you make a mistake, don't look at the mistake, look at the cross. And shout the blood. It will come upon you and take care of that mistake. Because when the blood is speaking, no devil can speak. All his accusations are trapped by the blood and they die. So when tongues are wagging against you, respond by the blood. Let those tongues know, but I am blood washed and blood sanctified. So that situation cannot apply to me. Okay, you did this. Yes, I did it, but see, I have just put it under the blood and it does not matter anymore. The blood. So they said, you are bought severally. Now you cannot have a child. The blood says no to that statement. It was wounded for your transgression. It was bruised for your iniquity. The blood says no. There is no judgment that can be against you that can be fair anymore. And when God sets sinners free, others will say it's unjust, it's unfair. God declared long time ago never to be fair. God will never be fair. Because it was unfair. He who knew no sin was made a sin. That wasn't fair. So God is never fair again. He is faithful. Faithful to what? Sacrifice of his son. That is the only thing that matters to him. Sir, they did not even change Rahab's attributes. They didn't change her. They didn't convert her from being a prostitute. She laid hold on the blood and put it on her window and God said that's sufficient. She will be saved. In Jericho that day, righteous men, innocent baby fell with the wall and crashed. Prostitute made it. Oh, blood. It's because of the kind of blood that it is. God was pointing men in the Old Testament to the fact that the blood of Jesus. When I start showing you all these stories that God was saying to humanity, God was teaching humanity that watch these steps. It will let you know the meaning of blood to me. So I don't mind. I will not save baby crashing, but I will save a prostitute because of the blood. Because the blood makes all the difference. Solomon sacrificed 120 bulls one day. As soon as he spilled all their blood, God appeared to him and I said, what do you want? What is it about God and blood? But there's no blood like the blood of Jesus. Last sacrifice. Last sacrifice. 
Oh, what can wash my sins away? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. There's a part of that says, Oh, precious is the blood. Wow. Whatever the blood covers is covered for life. I'm now white as snow. No condemnation. Thank you. Hallelujah. The reason why many Christians are weak, the burden of guilts, burden of guilt. The people you did not greet yesterday, your daddy said you are very rude. Your office mate said you call yourself a Christian and you are talking like this. All those bags and baggages, they are inside many Christians and they choke us. They stop us from being very effective. As you are praying, look at your prayer is not going beyond the ceiling. Not because God doesn't want to hear your prayer, but you are self-condemned at this happening. That is why he brought that liberty that look at me, don't look at yourself. If you look at me, then your prayer ascends because in me there is no fault and I am your righteousness. That's what God is saying. Otherwise, we will never we will never get to a point where devil will not accuse us. Every form of accusation. You did not pray very well yesterday. So I'm going to pray by twelve, but you want TV. And once those voices shout over you, your power in the spirit is reduced. At times, totally withdrawn by accusation. That's why the blood has come to answer every accusation. So the blood says no, 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 no. The blood says, but he didn't do everything right. Yes, but Jesus did everything right. And Jesus did it for him, not for himself. So that's all. Your landlord says you don't like paying house rent. He's angry with you. Somebody transferred the money to him. It doesn't matter. He's been paid. Once you know he's been paid, he cannot come and harass you again. Because you did not pay, but somebody paid. But the bottom line is that he has his money now. God's anger was directed at Jesus on the cross. It became sin and it took heat for all of us. The Bible says, by the grace of God, Hebrews chapter 2, it tasted death for every man. It's not the whole world they don't know yet. Jesus tasted death for everybody. But only those who believe will benefit from it. He already tasted what kind of death? Eternal death. That means no Christian should go to hell. Eternal death. I will talk about rebellion and adoration the other time. What happens when God keeps correcting you or something? You keep going, going there, going there, going there. Many injure themselves on this note. There are people watching me and those who are listening here. There is a way God wants you to go, but there is a way you are going. You are going the way of Jonah. You are going to injure yourself. It's true. Life. There is nobody listening to me. There is anything, there is nothing you have done that should affect you when you call on the blood nothing because there's nothing that you have done more terrible than what Jesus went through on the cross the sin of the old world was on him and he was beaten to stupor and I told last he shed his blood several times from air to back to his board to front to feet to hand to side and then the blood dripping in the garden of Gethsemane as he was praying that every part of humanity should be covered and that he might be able to say, kill behind me, I am your righteousness. Whatever is coming, just say my blood. And Satan knows this. 
He has been defeated eternally by the blood of Jesus Christ. What is our assurance that we can never yet depart on that day at the judgment throne? Because we are walking in by the blood. It's our certificate to heaven. It's our certificate. We have no other certificate. I'm not going to stand and, and be telling God, I was a pastor. I pray every day. I fast every week. What, where would that take me? But when we say, Father, I come in the name of Jesus Christ. Any other entrance, they hear Bashiga. No entrance. But by the blood, Shiga. By your blood, you have conquered principalities. Jesus. Jesus. Okay, it's a song that's straight to many people. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's sing Precious is the Blood. What can wash away my sin? Lift up your hands. And just meditate on all I've said in a minute. And we'll just take this song. That's all for today. Hallelujah. Stop. If there's anybody in this congregation and there are things bothering you, as if there's no peace between you and God because of certain things. God designed his service for you. Step out right now. I'm not going to pray sinner's prayer for you, no. You might probably not be a sinner, but there are issues between you and God. Maybe you are in a very serious, dirty habit and some other things. Let the blood set you free this morning. Nobody's going to ask you anything. Just come here. There's an anointing here. Come here and talk about the blood of Jesus and it will purify your hearts. If there is a guilt something you've done, you've left, but the guilt is still there. And you are so afraid that it will affect you. Don't waste this moment. Because it will affect you because of the conscience. But there is a blood that purges your conscience from dead work. That's what the Bible says. It purifies your soul. It sets you free. It purges your conscience. You can try to maintain social distance as, as you stay together. Just create a little gap. Or if there are so many, just step to the aisle. You can, you can move to this side, the whole front. Just move to this side. Move to this side. You can move forward more so that there will be first row, second row, third row. First row can move forward more. You can speak to that side. Look at how many people. Different issues. Begin to pray. Just begin to stand on the blood. That is all you talk about. The blood. No, go see her. I have a witness in my spirit. Some of the people standing. What you have done, you don't, nobody should know about it. You'll sin against some people and if they know there will be a trouble, you just start talking about the blood right now. Be shouting the blood. It's going to take care of the intricacies of the matter. The blood of Jesus Christ. Mention that he was wounded for your transgression. Jesus went to cross. The blood and the name agree. Jesus shed his blood for me. Hallelujah. What can I wash in my sin? What can wash Away my sin Nothing but the blood The rest of us, can we begin to pray whenever we have? All of you here, I'm not going to pray. You just pray yourself. Just pray. That's what I'm led to ask you. Register today before the force of darkness and before the old world. That you stood before the church and you pleaded the blood of Jesus on your behalf and that it is over. 
three minutes more. Pray from the depth of your heart. If you are out and you don't know what to say, just be shouting the blood of Jesus. Please don't pray silent. Nobody's listening to you. By the time I ask you to go back to your seat, be sure that you have released something. You have dropped a baggage that will never go back. And the way to drop, just say, Lord Jesus, I put this under your blood. I put this under your blood. Mention what you have done. Mention what it is. And say, I put it under the blood. And for records, I have come out this morning to lay it under the blood and it is sealed by the blood and there will never be reference made to it again. It cannot affect me anymore. Speak to that thing now. Let's say in the name of Jesus, you mention what it is. You have no power over me again from today because I am I have brought in the blood of Jesus. I dip you into the blood of Jesus. So you can never affect me again. Satan, your voice of accusation over me silence to this morning by the power of the blood of Jesus. By the power of the blood of Jesus. By the power of the blood of Jesus. I am going to walk back to my seat, a free person. I put it under the blood. I put it under the blood. It is concealed forever. I put it under the blood. I put it under the blood. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Lord Jesus, who said in your word, your covenant will not break. Neither will you utter the word that has gone out of your mouth. Your covenant promises that your blood rescues every prisoner from pit where there's no water. Part of the pit is guilt. Part of the pit is paying for our mistakes. All your children standing there today, they have acknowledged that the blood was shed for them. And because of their faith in, their, in the blood, the blood speaks for them right now. It speaks mercy over them and it conceals forever whatever they have put under the blood never to be referred to again the guilt is gone because it is washed by the blood Lord Jesus right now do a work in their hearts that sets them free permanently I declare by the spirit of God and the name of Jesus Christ based on the blood coming out of Jesus Christ you are free God bless you go back to your seat Jesus is alive. That's the song we sing to take offering. Wave your hands, everybody, and bless the name of the Lord. Has it been a wonderful meeting? A true death destroyed the one who had the power of death. Once they told me that somebody had COVID in the church, somebody was admitted, I was just telling her, you can't die. 
it will come, it will go. Quite a number of people have had it. Some, they just stay at home, nothing more. Some, it shook them so much, but they all came out alive. But see, fear of death can keep somebody down. I said what I just said now because there's somebody here. It rings at the back of your head every now and then that you will soon die. I'm not talking about a fable or something like this. A serious consciousness of death around you. I don't want to do this, but I have to follow the leading. The service ends after this one. Can you come and I want to pray for you right now. This spirit of death, we have to go. Your name is not among the names that grave should be calling. Sutalamanda. I speak to the grave. By the blood of Jesus and by the name of Jesus, a ransom has been found for these people. A ransom. Jesus is the ransom. A ransom. So death, your power is broken. You will not take any of these ones. Because I speak the blood over them. Ransom is paid. So spirit of death, I command in the name of Jesus Christ, go away and never return to any of these ones again. In the name of Jesus Christ, they are covered by the blood of Jesus Christ and the blood set them free. In the name of Jesus, you have no hold over any one of them anymore. As they go back to their sin, you depart from their life and never come near them again. I say to you by the Spirit of God, you shall not die, but live to declare the words of God. Death is cancelled over your head in the name of Jesus Christ. The law of the Spirit of life in Christ is at work in you. You live and not die. God bless you. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, we'll be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you.